Hello, I'm Daniel Snowman, and this is the fifth of our six podcasts about the London Philharmonic Choir. What's this one about? Well, some of the memorable moments that we seasoned choral singers come back to again and again. moment in Zadok the Priest in a Garbe concert where I sang one hallelujah too many in the concert in everyone else being silent, which is very embarrassing. So things like that have happened, but finally I've decided I just don't give a damn. I'm going to go for this and I'm going to really go for it hard. I mean, I, in other words, I really work hard in the rehearsals and sing out and, you know, if I make an ass of myself, that's fine. That, that happens too. Most memorable concert with Tenstedt in the Royal Festival Hall, which was recorded, and the choir was doing Schoenberg Survival Warsaw, but we had the magical experience of hearing him do the Mahler Fifth Symphony, and of course the slow movement, which is the Death in Venice theme. And he took that slower than I have ever heard it taken, um, and the, the orchestra bows were kind of lingering forever, what seemed like ever. And but when you hear the recording, which is available, what a fantastic recording! And the choir were there. We're not on the recording, but we were there for the concert. say why did you join the choir? Why did I join the choir? For concerts like the one where we men had to sing only for 90 seconds. True it was Schoenberg but it's only 90 seconds and the survival from Warsaw and we sang our wonderful 90 seconds worth of Shema Yisrael and all that and for the whole of the rest of the concerts we, concert we sat right at the front of the back watching this prodigious performance of Marla Five. That was a privilege. And I went home thinking, that is a very cost-effective way of, of hearing a wonderful concert. <laughs> it was just before the Berlin Wall came down. And he came in, and they, they were looking for a replacement for Tenstedt, who was ill. And I, I think they found Mazur at some folk festival down in the West Country. What he was doing there is Sidmouth, Sidmouth Folk Festival or something. But he, at the piano rehearsal, he explained his view of friendship and brotherhood and how he saw Europe and the combining of East and West and the wall must have fallen within the next four weeks. It really was quite extraordinary. And his vision of what the world should be like, it really was quite a political performance. 
Well, of course, he was right in the middle of all that when it happened. He was. Damn near got elected president of United Germany. That's right, yes. that I particularly remember uh, was when we sang in Dresden uh, and um, we sang the Verdi Requiem in the Kreuzkirche which is one of the churches that has been restored and although the outside was I imagine as it was it was very stark inside possibly more stark than it had originally been and on the morning of the concert we had had a a guided tour around Dresden. Uh, we were led by a young chap in his 30s who had lived through the communist era and had had, oh, had all the, um, the communist propaganda against the British and he had made up his own mind. He was very sad about what had happened but knew, appreciated the reasons for the war and um, it was it was extremely moving hearing about how he felt about what had happened to his um, city albeit when before he was born and then we sang the Verdi Requiem and I, I believe the acoustics were pretty bad in the church it was a bit like singing St Paul's unless you were right in front I, I believe the, the actual acoustic was not very good, but from our point of view, I was extremely moved by that. Probably for me, the, the memorable ones are the ones that we did for the late Pope John Paul, because we were invited to go to Krakow one Christmas and we flew out. Uh, we were only there, I think, two nights and we did a Beethoven choral in Krakow Cathedral in sort of conditions of freezing fog and an extremely crowded uh, area for the orchestra and the choir. I, I remember having a a cellist and bow just under my nose because that's how close I was to the cellos. But wonderful concert, broadcast, hugely popular. And then we got invited back to the Vatican. And this was right towards the end of John Paul's life. And he wanted to 
bring together the Abrahamic faiths, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. And so we, we put on this, this Mahler Resurrection Symphony in this huge Vatican Hall that could seat 12,000. The audience hall. The audience hall could have seated 12,000. And there were three choirs. One was Muslim, they were a Turkish choir. Then there was a Catholic choir from Poland, from Krakow. And us, as the, the other part of the Christian tradition, if you like. And then the conductor was, was, was Jewish, and, and the orchestra were large American, and many of them Jewish. And when the Pope was wheeled out, this wave of emotion that poured from the audience to the Il Papa, and the tears going down the cheeks of the Polish choir, certainly. And he gave a very powerful short speech. And then we did the concert. And we were made to feel like honoured guests in some most unusual country house. Because you had the Swiss guards checking your passes. And what we didn't know, and what hadn't been rehearsed, was the possibility of an encore. But the conductor, Gilbert Levine, Levine, Sir Gilbert, papal knighthood, the Jewish-American conductor, he and the orchestra knew that, they, that if there was an encore, what they would do, or they mumbled to each other, and we didn't know. So they actually began the last three minutes of the end of Mahler II, which is a huge choral great climax, and we didn't know. And we sat there wondering, Christ, I mean to coin a phrase, <laughs> are we supposed to be singing? And gradually sort of picked up and joined in until by the very end with the bells and the timps and the rest of it, we were all singing along and it was wonderful. We got more applause and a lot of laughter. And uh, then, fairly new, uh, associate chorus master Matthew Rowe, who was with us in Rome, on the way out, he was laughing and saying, well done, guys. And he had a wonderful metaphor. He said that um, it was rather like a huge jumbo jet, sort of slowly taxiing down a runway, not being sure whether it's going to take off or not, finally taking off. And that was us doing that encore in front of the Pope and the Cardinals. Right. Second Symphony, the Resurrection Symphony, with the London Philharmonic Choir. And in the next podcast, where we are, where we've been, and where we're going.